Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by Lipolite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Good afternoon. This is the Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron Show on Blog Talk Radio, Rejuvenations Health Radio. Brought to you by Lipolite Naples and Cool Cryo Sauna. Now that we are offering the Cool Whole Body Cryotherapy, we're going to be talking a little bit about the benefits of that. We're going to talk a little bit about exercise and training today. Uh, We haven't got into that a whole lot, but uh, we want to welcome all our uh, return listeners and to our new listeners, welcome you back to the show. Uh, Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. My father is a medical doctor of almost 60 years, and I've been in the world of natural medicine, chiropractic, and functional medicine for over 21 years. Um, You can reach us at the office. Our consultations, by the way, are no obligation. Connie is always available, 239-331-5886. That is 239-331-5886. Our location is 1575 Pine Ridge Road, We're in Suite 6 and 7, 1575 Pine Ridge Road here in sunny Naples, Florida. Our partnership is with the Med Spa, known as the Euro Spa of Naples, where we offer many of the uh, traditional spa amenities. Uh, We also do laser hair removal here. We do the skin tightening and toning using the Lipo Light, Red Light, Spectrum Light, as well as the Fine Light uh, Face Mask, which is the knifeless facelift designed to slim uh, and tighten the tissue there in the Brow and the crows, you know, around the crow's feet, help reduce any blemishes. So there's some of the the basic techniques we use in the uh, in the face area. We do whole body massage therapy as well, and of course our newest entity is known as whole body cryotherapy, which we're going to talk about. But we always welcome our new list, our new listeners as well. We appreciate uh, all all of everyone's patronage, and we have asked time and time. Feel free to to look us up on the web at Lipo Light Naples. That's L I P O Light L I G H T Naples. dot com, and uh, you can also look us up uh, under Best Naples Chiropractor. dot com. That's our pain division. And we're in the process of actually redesigning once again to make our sites even more user-friendly and up-to-date. We're redesigning all three sites, uh, including our cryo, C-R-Y-O, naples.com, our newest website that we're really excited about, cryonaples.com. But our lipolightnaples.com site is up and well. Uh, You can download your free report. As this show really started out with uh, giving people guidance uh, with respect to slimming, shaping, and toning, and the aspects of obesity and jelly in the belly with respect to abdominal belly fat. That's really where this all began, uh, to kind of spread the word of some natural remedies for uh, slimming, shaping, and toning. And we also have our Dr. Ron 30-Day Weight Loss System, uh, which titrates out to 30, 60, 90 days, depending on your scenario. So we have some really, really great things. We'll talk about some nutritional supplements everybody should be considering. Uh, I do repeat some of these things uh, multiple times throughout the year only because we continue to have expanding new listenership. Uh, A few weeks back, we had Dr. Dan Kalish, my personal mentor in functional medicine, bringing some outstanding information to the table, explaining things in a little bit different realm or light than you hear from my father or I. Of course, Dr. Repesey Sr. has his show on Tuesday evenings at 7.30, On that uh, segment, we discuss more specific, or he ties into more specific areas and entities with respect to health and healing. On our Thursday show, for our new listeners, we tend to cover a multitude of of topics, sometimes maybe a little too much. So anyway, we are happy to be here this Thursday. I think today is already September 3rd. We've hit September. Uh, Next month, uh, our snowbirds will start to come in. The weather will be getting a little chillier up north, and Naples, Florida will become even a much more popular place than it already is. So, um, you know, the main thing that we continue to touch on is the aspects of obesity. 
you know, the fact that so many people are in, in a dangerous realm and 60% of our country is, you know, is in, a, in the obese or overweight category. Uh, we have, you know, 15, closer to 20 million children now, and the children are showing serious signs of, of uh, effects of obesity from uh, incidences of diabetes showing up that never were seen before. Technology is bringing chiropractic problems such as technology neck or known as text neck. I changed it to technology because it's not just texting. It's everything to do with these handheld devices causing people to put their hands down in front and always looking down. So it's causing a lot of straightening of the curvatures thus uh, creating degenerative changes way earlier on and actually creating headaches in uh, elementary school kids. Uh, of course, the college kids suffer from that from long periods of studying. Uh, but on the newer realm is the younger individuals uh, developing uh, issues in the, the neck area, including headaches at, at early ages. I'm talking ages six, seven, and eight years old, sometimes even younger than that. So for our adults and for our family members, our parents out there, be aware uh, bring your kids to the chiropractor, attend massage therapy sessions, consider acupuncture as an alternative health and healing method, and uh, you know just stay on top of your game. This is all about prevention. And so abdominal obesity, so when we get heavy, when you get around that 40-inch waistline and your body mass index jumps above 30, you start to get in a, in a category that is concerning. And these categories lead to a whole host of inflammatory changes in the body, uh, we're seeing gastrointestinal issues, like, again, not really seen before. I mean, the colitis, whatever medical term you want to give it, it's inflammation of the bowel or disruption in the bowel lining, perforations, uh, anal fissures, all kinds of issues relevant to uh, expulsion or evacuating your, your food matter uh, because of the aspects of constipation. And in some cases, the opposite of that being, uh, you know, having a whole host of diuretic effects uh, so either way, we're having issues in digestion. And when you have issues in, in digestion, you're having difficulty with uh, malabsorption syndromes, and ultimately we're tying into immune function. And that's really where the concerns become in because we have somewhere in the neighborhood of 85% or 80% plus of your immune health dependent on a good gut health. And so that's where probiotics have become a trade name in this industry and the importance of it. And the fact that we're eating foods that are loaded with chemicals, of which antibiotics happen to be one. I was on the phone with a client yesterday explaining that very, uh, that, you know, having that discussion that uh, whether you think you've, been t you've taken a prescription, which almost all of us have at some point in time, and it only takes, by the way, one prescription of an antibiotic to cause significant disruption in the bioflora or the bacterial flora in the gut. So it isn't like you have to have uh, these real chronic illnesses and be on intravenous uh, antibiotic type of drips. Uh, just basic antibiotic therapy in a seven-day cycle can cause some serious, serious disruptions. So be aware of that. Um, again, Dr. Kalish got into some of this. We talked about, you know, aspects of Crohn's disease, colitis, you know, the uh, gastric reflux effects. We've also have many times covered that issue when it comes to GERD. My father's touched base on that quite a bit with people taking the purple pill, taking Pepsid, Prilosec, these drugs that are causing B12 malabsorption syndromes and, and a whole host of other problems when in reality, by the sixth, certainly by the sixth decade of life, the uh, testing and the research I've read, and I've read quite a bit, um, where they do the hybrid capsule swallows and actually examine the acidity from the mouth all the way out the anus, uh, essentially is not showing that the patterns of uh, hyperacidity are a problem in the stomach, meaning the problems aren't with respect to being too much acid that needs to be bu buffered with essentially a baking soda type of compound or effect or what they call proton pump inhibitor blocking acid production. In fact, what we really need to see is people increasing stomach acid. So what's happening is food matter sits in that gut. It putrefies. And I've used the example of after you throw some veggies in your trash can out in the garage, wherever your main can is, a uh, day or two, just lift up that lid and stick your head over it, and you get wafted with some pretty nasty fragrances. Well, that is off-gassing, or that's the gas production of, of broken-down food matter. And so what happens many times in gastric, you know, from the esophageal reflex, uh, reflux perspective, you're getting an off-gassing up into the throat. And so some of these products are only temporary fixes for symptoms, but not correcting actually the, you know, the problem whatsoever. So definitely... You know, be aware of that. 
and do your due diligence. Make sure you seek uh, you know seek care with a chiropractor. You know, look at natural means. Don't always turn to medicine. Uh, always get both sides of the story so that you don't put yourself in a, in a in a health risk that's unnecessary and cause a lot of secondary problems. You know, I've gone over the basic tenets of health over and over again, and because of our new listeners, we're going to continue to do that because it's really uh, it takes repetition for any of us to really get it, frankly. And so, you know, I've, I've continued to repeat the concepts of number one, proper food choices. You know, looking for and focusing on whole food, ideally organic, unprocessed foods. Okay, we want to look to that. Uh, your raw foods, you want to avoid sugar. You want to watch out for your fruit sugars, your fructose as well. All forms of sugar have toxic effects when consumed in excess. Basically, you're driving the insulin levels up. You're causing a higher demand on the pancreas, and you're starting to stress out these organ systems that then start to fail, essentially. And being overweight causes a whole host of these problems, too. And when you're eating a lot of these nasty foods, most of the people that are enjoying these processed foods, unfortunately, are enjoying the side effects of weight gain. Uh, you know, so for successful weight management, for that matter, you know, restricting your carbohydrates, which includes your sugar, your fructose, and how about grains? We haven't really specifically talked about a lot, uh, but grains, unfortunately, for you people who love your your bread, your whole wheat breads, it doesn't really matter. Your pastas today, those protein sources have been changed and altered through the processes of the genetic engineering, through the process of demineralization and dysfunction of the soil from older overcultivation. And that has led to a lot of different changes in digestion and, and the process that the body can take to digest foods that were not presented years ago in the form or fashion it is today. Besides proper food choices, exercise. So many people come into this office in consultation and they don't want to exercise. Well, I had a trainer say to me yesterday when I mentioned to him about my difficulty eating prior to working out. Now, mind you, I train many times at 5 o'clock in the morning, so many might fall, fall out of your seat when you hear that. Very difficult for me to eat 20 minutes prior to 5 a.m. to be at the gym at 5 a.m. That means i got to get up a half hour earlier. But his answer to me was, don't ask me questions if you're not going to follow the program. And so here it was yesterday, a trainer friend of mine who's been giving me some guidance uh, put it put it plain and simple, and he's right. So if I'm not willing to fuel my body prior to working out, how can I expect my body to perform and to grow and mold in shape and form without feeding proper nutrients? In fact, without proper nutrients, you start you, you end up breaking down your body instead of helping you. In fact, his comment was, you might as well just take a walk rather than come in and train because you're not fueled properly. And I thought it was a great, great comment he made. Um, so even if you're eating the healthiest diets in the world, you still need to exercise to reach the highest levels of health. You need to be exercising effectively. It means understanding the aspects. There's high-intensity training we've talked about, uh, which you can get your workouts done in 20 minutes, which boosts growth hormone levels. Um, you're getting your heart rate up for anywhere from 20 to 30 seconds, followed by a 90-second recovery. Uh, really neat training. Um, and so hit is a high-intensity interval chaining, H-I-I-T, has become very, very popular. So take a look at the different aspects of training. If you need guidance, speak to some trainers. Um, look for people in the bodybuilding world. I mention that so much because a lot of the people in the bodybuilding world, although their physiques may be tainted, tainted with some forms of drugs and steroids and things, the reality is, and I've known many of them over the years, the reality is what they do with their body is profound, and how they do it is not not linked to the steroids. It's the the size of these people, yes. The look that they have is their diet and their training methods. And so when we do our 30-day weight loss program, I constantly mention the concepts of bodybuilders, not that many of us want to look like that. I happen to like that look, but many people have no interest in that. But you look at the the ability for one and the knowledge they have uh, and even utilizing uh, uh, pharmaceutical types of drugs, there, there's a whole science behind that whole process to, to be able to have a look and transformation like that. So we really focus on what they're doing nutritionally and bring that down to the world of reality for most everyday citizens and apply those concepts very effectively. So proper food choices, regular exercise, and managing your stress, not discussed enough. I know we are in the process of expanding uh, with the whole body cryotherapy beginning October 1st. 
been a lot of things going on here at the clinic in North Naples, uh, being the number one first center to offer a private one-on-one medically supervised whole body chamber cryotherapy facility in all of Southwest Florida, to my knowledge, south of Orlando. So we are extremely excited. We expect that people coming from all over, north of Sarasota and beyond, to experience this whole body cryotherapy. Your top and elite athletes will certainly do this uh, till they have a facility that becomes closer to home because those people who are really needing to get back in their game and have a pulled muscle, uh, this is one of the best forms in the three-minute protocol to help them get back to their sport. But managing your stress, detaching from your electronic devices, uh, something I need to do better myself. I, I call myself out in the office on things that I've faltered on, going to bed too late at night, not getting your seven to eight to nine hours of rest, which most of us are not even coming close. I've averaged this year probably less than five. Very uh, not good. I mean, so we need to make those changes, including things I'm working on myself personally. How about drinking plenty of water? So we have food choices we know, exercise we know, stress reduction we need to learn. Drinking plenty of water, you forgot. So you need to make sure your water is filtrated, a reverse osmosis system is preferred. Even at a minimal, a Brita carbon filtration system is better than tap water just to try and eliminate some of the unnecessary toxins and impurities. Working to not eight glasses a day, let's try 16 to 20. Let's get near a minimum of one half a gallon without doing any calculations at all, half a gallon to one gallon per day. Your urine should be fairly clear in color and you know you're doing well. Um, Maintaining gut health is what we talked about through the first segment before we take a commercial break and then also optimizing your vitamin D levels. Um, We're gonna come back to that, item number five, optimizing your gut health in a moment. In the meantime, let's take a look. I think we have, uh, I think Dr. Rep is the senior for me, put a little spot that we're playing around with for the uh, cool cryotherapy here at Rejuvenations Health Radio and Blog Talk Radio. Call in with questions. Connie is here right here and now at Rejuvenations uh, Total Health and Cool Cryotherapy, 239-331-5886, 239-331-5886. We see a lot of callers coming through, which is great. Uh Let's see what we have on this uh, cool cryotherapy spot here so you guys can take a listen. It's the new Big Chill Rejuvenation Total Health and Wellness Center introduces the coolest new innovation for treating pain, injury, and arthritis. Whole body cryotherapy uses the healing power of cold temperatures to treat inflammation, fibromyalgia, and rheumatoid arthritis, and can even burn up to 800 calories, improve sleep, and help with depression. For years, athletes have relied on ice baths to reduce the pain, muscle soreness, and swelling from strenuous exercise. Whole body cryotherapy applies the same rapid restorative effects in a private doctor-supervised therapy session that lasts no more than three minutes. It uses a specially designed cold tank chamber that rapidly lowers skin temperatures to release adrenaline, as well as endorphins, your body's natural painkillers, energizers, and stress fighters. Find out more about whole body cryotherapy at Rejuvenation's Total Health and Wellness Center on Pine Ridge Road in the Mission Square Plaza in North Naples. Call 331-5886. That's 331-5886. So there you have it. That is the cryotherapy, cryogenics cryotherapy, whole body cryotherapy, cools the body rapidly in under three minutes. Um, Technology's been around for over 40 years. Uh, I'm not sure, sure why it took so long to rapidly infiltrate this year alone, to my knowledge anyway, what I've known about it. I I learned about it uh, through colleagues and friends all at the same time. I love ice therapy, so it didn't take me long to be convinced that this was the the direction for us to bring aboard. Um, Very much in favor of early injury using ice over heat, other than using some heat to limber up the muscle tissue. So uh, whole body cryotherapy is... um, is a phenomenal way to, to to help out these aches and pains. Originally designed for rheumatoid patients, by the way, rheumatoid arthritis, osteoarthritis, fibromyalgia. How many of our listeners have that problem? Uh, achy joints, uh, carpal tunnel syndrome, neuropathy, cellulite. How about that? It causes contract contractile or contraction of the collagen tissue, nicely uh, alleviating mild forms of uh, 
of uh, cellulite, also great for mild depression because of the serotonin and dopaminergic response. So you get a uh, neurotransmitter response, you get an adrenaline rush, you get enkeplin release, all these chemicals that make you less pain and uh, less miserable. <laughs> so, so it actually allows for, uh, it's, like, it's like the happy treatment. People have come into these facilities not having a great morning and walking out having a prosperous and productive day. I mean, what is that worth to you? Uh, when you have that, to have something simple, natural, non-medication based. And not to mention a little side effect, it burns about 800 calories. Uh, average client that treats for 12 sessions loses 8 to 10 pounds. Not a bad side effect, correct? Especially when we tie in your lifestyle. Uh, so this is some really great stuff we're going to talk about a little further. We're launching October uh, here, right here at Rejuvenations. A total health and cool cryotherapy center, your place to chill. So let's move on. Uh, we were talking, let's pull up uh, where we left off. You know, I was definitely harping on drinking plenty of water and then moving quickly into your gut health. Uh, my recommendation for people starting out is to take a good multi, uh, you want to have a um, multi-low probiotic. In other words, a probiotic that is beyond just a single acidophilus strain like people consider when they use yo yogurts and uh, Dan Active and things like that. You want a, you want a 16 to 40 billion counts uh, good multi-probiotic. Uh, multi Start that out at a minimum of breakfast and dinner with meals. Don't worry about timing. I gave up on that. Does not. It's not even worth considering. It doesn't make a difference. Uh, go ahead and take that with your meals. If you're having any type of digestive distress, you might want to consider, first of all, check with your physicians who know almost nothing about this, but check with them anyhow, uh, just because that's my disclaimer. But check with your physician and take these breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Help to restore, uh, restore your good bacteria. That'll be uh, a helpful start. And then certainly we combine that with the digestive enzyme, your amylase, your lipase. You want to be able to not only digest the food you're eating, you want your body to be able to take those nutrients and be delivered efficiently. And that's what digestive enzymes actually do. And we also do the triple product is the betaine. So the third product is betaine HCL. Uh, you can also use the apple cider vinegar, uh, not not nearly as pleasant and not my first choice. So use the betaine. You can take that in capsule form. Uh, that will help improve your stomach acid. So between the probiotic, the digestive enzyme, and the betaine HCL, you are in, moving in a phenomenal direction toward improving immune function and eliminating. In fact, speaking of eliminating this digestive distress, you know, if you have young children, they have a chewable form. Uh, unbelievable when kids have upset stomachs, nearly nearly immediate, almost within five minutes, their stomach pains go away. I've used that. I have a nine and well, soon to be nine and eleven year old, and they uh, have benefited from that many times, including myself for that matter. Even when I'm traveling, always take a good fiber supplement and a probiotic with me without fail. Um, optimizing your vitamin D levels very critical, even in the state of Florida, because people are not getting full body sun exposure unless you love the beach. Uh, golfing doesn't count, tennis doesn't count, to the depth that it will really show in your blood lab. So you want to get, uh, in our practice, our, our vitamin D levels are extremely high, anywhere a minimum of 10 to, to 20,000 international units. Uh, we do that in a 5,000 increment dropper. I like liquids because of the high absorption and the unbelievable variability in doing uh, dosing as far as controlling the dosing. Much harder when you're cutting and chopping pills uh, you're losing substance when you cut pills up, and so it's a little harder to do. Uh, there's ways to do it, but you're also limiting and decreasing sometimes absorption through stomach acid uh, and disruption there. So you know, there are really some basics, but very powerful what we just covered. If you would start there, um, it'll be life-changing without a doubt. What we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about some mistakes that people make after they work out. So we're going to, I told you last week we were going to touch base on this, and I'm keeping my word there. We're going to talk about briefly about deodorants and uh, specifically antiperspirants. We're going to talk to you ladies out there that are still wearing bras and underwire bras and like to tuck your cell phones in them uh, as a really interesting topic. And then um, we'll talk a little bit review about something I've not covered enough or regularly enough, and that's arginine and the multifaceted effects of arginine. And if we have time, we'll cover. I have some nice, nice research on some 15 of the top and healthiest foods for you to consider and the reasons why. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit. I have quite a bit of information uh, put together for you athletes out there. In fact, going back to last week's article I had up that I'm seeing in front of me here, take a look at this start out I'm going to read some things to you four simple energy rules for athletes because I don't think I got to this last week 
Energy and stamina doesn't come from sugar. Uh, taking in simple carbohydrates like sugar, corn, syrup, pasta, or bread before an event will tend to cause quick spikes in your blood sugar, followed by corresponding fall, making you feel more exhausted than ever before. Uh, more than anything else, simple carbohydrates and excess car uh, complex carbohydrates will make you sluggish and hamper your performance. If you want to create energy naturally, and this certainly applies to non-athletes as well, there's some simple rules to follow. Number one, just before the game or hard workout, eat a little bit of fruit, such as an apple, plum, pear, citrus fruit, and not the juice, by the way. You could, this also would include berries. Uh, you know, they're, they're great right before a game or workout as they give you a small spike without a massive plummet. So it doesn't give you that rapid spike in blood sugar. Uh, the second thing to consider, two or three hours before the game um, or a hard workout, complex carbohydrates, fats, and a small amount of protein will do the trick. Sweet potato, that's a wonderful one. Brown rice, olive oil, almond butter, I also love that with an apple slice. Flaxseed oil, walnuts, another favorite of mine. Almonds, another favorite. Uh, eggs, I love eggs. It's like the perfect food. Uh, buy them, you know, uh, range-free. Uh, are easy to digest and give you more sustainable energy. So let's repeat that again. Your complex carbs combined with fats, combined with some protein. You can even use protein powders. Not, not the ultra-best, but certainly convenient. Uh, loving sweet potatoes, let's go to the keys. Walnuts, almonds, eggs, almond butter is a great thing too. Uh, Post-exercise, your body is nitrogen poor, and we're going to talk about why we drink uh, drinks with arginine in it to boost your nitrous oxide. Uh, nitrogen poor in your muscles have, have been broken down. That's why you need amino acids, okay? There we go, from animal protein like chicken, beef, and eggs, and uh, as well as vegetable carbohydrates. Whey protein is another excellent choice, which we just mentioned. Although many experts still recommend carb loading or carbohydrate loading before an endurance event, the fact is burning sugar is not what happens over long distances. Carbs are stored in the muscle and in the liver in the form of glycogen that your body uses for fuel. Once that fuel runs out, fatigue sets in and your performance suffers. Your body actually starts burning fat after a short period of time. So therefore, rather than loading up on carbs, load up on healthy fats and small amounts of protein will help typically improve your athletic performance. So let's go over that again because, uh, you know, these are things I'm learning. These are what I'm talking about when I spoke to my friend Chris yesterday. By the way, if you looked at Chris, and my father knows who he is, he is shredded. He looks good all the time. In fact, he's one of the few personal friends of mine that looks good all year round. The bodybuilders tend to do drugs, and the drugs they cannot sustain, and so and the extreme dieting they can't sustain. They feel really horrible, by the way, when they get ready to go on the show. They, they um, really, really feel bad. No energy at all because they're so carbohydrate deficit and deficient. Uh, but uh, you know, when you handle and balance your food intake properly, you can still look great uh, and not have that horrible feel or hormonal disruption. So again, although many experts recommend carbohydrate loading before an endurance event, the fact is burning sugar is not what happens over long distances. Carbohydrates are stored in the muscle and in the liver in the form of glycogen. You hear that? Carbohydrates are stored in the muscle and in the liver in the form of something known as glycogen. And I'll, I'll go back to that too. And that is, so that's, that's what your body's using as fuel. Once the fuel runs out, what happens? Fatigue sets in and your performance will suffer and decline. Your body actually starts burning fat and also starts burning muscle in a short period of time, which we don't want the muscle tissue being burnt. So therefore, rather than loading up with carbohydrates, loading up with healthy fats and small amounts of protein are typically uh, beneficial for improving the performance. So this is why I learned something two years ago. Instead of doing my cardiovascular training before my resistant training, I finally learned something when I thought I knew a lot. You do that at the end because you need the glycogen fuel for your muscles. This is what happens for you folks that are doing 45 minutes of treadmill cardiovascular training and then doing weights. You have no glycogen left. And so what Chris said yesterday about I might as well take a walk and go to the gym, he's correct. Because what's happening is you're burning muscle tissue that you're trying to create. And even for the ladies that don't want to look muscular, listen, for the lady listeners, let's just put this on the table. To look like a woman bodybuilder, forget about it. Uh, it's almost impossible to do without drugs, uh, drugs that are, uh, cause unchangeable and unreversible effects to voice, hair growth, and other things. Massive problems if not handled properly and done with someone who has expert experience in the female category. Uh, so, again, the ability to put on muscle that would be ugly and, and, and kind of male in nature is very challenging and difficult for anyone. 
So what we're looking for is just toning and just a nice shapely appearance to your body. And if you're afraid of bulking up, so to speak, and you're a woman, just forget about it because it's not going to happen. Uh, what we want to do is, is do, you know, educational um, training so that you're, or knowledge-based training so that you're doing things in a proper format. Just keep that in mind because it's something I was doing completely wrong. Again, I'm putting myself on the table here. Uh, I was doing that completely backwards because I don't like doing cardiovascular training at the end of my workout. But for good reason, that's what needs to be done. And uh, another friend of mine, Jeff, who owns Nuviva, Jeff Delaney, who's been on our show, who's an expert in this field, actually brilliant, um, always uses the comment, you know, work smarter, not harder, right? Wouldn't we all like to look great without having to kill ourselves? So, you know, working smarter, not harder, what a great comment that is. And some of the ways that we do that. And then you can fuel your body after your workouts with some sugar. Believe it or not, a lot of bodybuilders use uh, sweetened uh, cereal, including Captain Crunch. Not the best nutrition for the body, but actually a very effective way to increase your blood sugar rapidly and restore blood glycogen after a workout. Um, Probably shouldn't mention that, but that is very common. I've done it quite a bit myself. It's only half a cup. So, again, if your diet and your nutrition is on point, it really shouldn't be a problem. Um, One of the things that we see is delayed, something known as DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness. Um, This is probably one of the reasons that many people join the gym and drop out after three weeks. Uh, they feel really crappy. Not only do they have a detoxification reaction, which can happen as you enter into any new method of treatment or training, uh, but they get this delayed onset muscle soreness and they just feel worse than they ever did before and just feel like that this, this whole workout concept is not for them. Uh, so we're going to talk about 10, uh, 10 mistakes you're probably making after your workout. Before we do that, though, let's see if we can pull up another little ad that we have now added to our laundry list here. Let's listen to, uh, I'm not going to play the whole five minutes, but again, whole body cryotherapy has become really popular rapidly. And so we're going to be launching our whole body cryotherapy chamber, which rapidly reduces your external body temperature within one minute, actually, but it's a three minute protocol. Uh, The minimum is one minute or excuse me, one, one and a half minutes uh, to get sufficient uh, relief of joint pain, fibro, you know, fibromyalgia, but the majority of clients will make the three minutes or two and a half minutes. So the very brief tre- uh, treatment uh, time of cooling the body using cool nitrogen mist. It's dry air. You do not get wet whatsoever. You do not immerse in any fluid. So it doesn't feel painful. It just feels extremely cold for a short period of time, which causes a fight-or-flight reaction in the body, which allows for the body to constrict blood vessel supply. And then after you come into room or ambient temperature, you get a vasodilation or blood vessel dilation, which allows for a wonderful circulation effect and oxygenization of the tissues uh, and chemical response, neurological reaction that uh, causes the decrease in pain, causes the euphoric effect of the adrenaline boost and neurotransmitter response. Let's just see what we have to say and see what Dr. Oz, uh, he seemed to have this on twice, I think, in roughly a three-month period of time. said a lot to me. He must like this. just about anything when it comes to their health, no matter how bizarre or crazy it may seem. But some alternative therapies can put your health at serious risk. So today, I'm revealing which ones can help and which ones are just hype. The first extreme alternative therapy is for pain management. It's called cryogenic chamber therapy. Now, cryotherapy is the application of cold temperatures to all parts of our body. And it's something we've used for a long time, right? Many of you may have tried this high-tech version, right? an ice pack. But imagine if you could grow it. Right over here is a cryo sauna. It's got liquid nitrogen that's released into the chamber to cool down the body and reduce the inflammation and the pain. So audience, what do you think? Does it help or is it just hype? Get out your answer. Oh, they are, they are split. They are split. All right. The answer, it helps. New expanded forms of cold therapy can be very helpful for folks who have debilitating pain and inflammation. And let me show you why. Here's an animation of what happens when you have pain and why cooling it makes a difference. So let's say you're exercising and you sprain your knee, right? You've got aches and pains inside of that knee. And what ends up happening is you have an eroded surface is the blood vessels over the painful limb begin to swell. And as those vessels swell a little bit, they'll release chemicals. And the tissue underneath next to it gets influenced by these white blood cells that sneak across and release chemicals that cause inflammation, irritation, and almost a scratchy feeling. Now, that swelling can be addressed if you cool the joint. 
When you cool the joint, you shrink the blood vessels. And by shrinking the blood vessels, when they get smaller, it's harder for the white blood cells to escape. You have less swelling, therefore, the tissue around it, less chemicals released into the joint space, and less aches and pains overall. It also affects the nerves. Because when the nerves get cold, they stop sensing pain, and that influences, of course, the way your body will sense whatever's going on down there. So I'm going to try this out. Debbie is here to help. How are you, Debbie? Thank Hi. you very much for being with us. So, now I'm, I'm told that you've actually tried cryogenic therapy before. Yes, I've done it four times. Four times? Yes. So, I want you to get in, if you don't mind, the cryosauna. And we're going to try this out. Debbie's going to do it for us on their stage for the first time. We're going to see if it makes sense. So, it, the door's open like this, I guess. There it goes. Okay. Now, normally, you only wear your socks in here. <laughs> but because this is a nationally televised program, I'm going to grab, without looking at her gown. There she is. Da, da, da. There we are. And we got it there. Perfect. All right, now, the treatment takes... Oh, here we are. Treatment takes about two and a half minutes. But I, of course, want to see Debbie's head before I start. So I'm going to lift her up. I'm starting it up now. There's her. There's her. I see hands. It's a start. I see hands. There she is. You ever get scared in there? Not anymore. Okay. I was so, first what this device does is it rapidly pushes out. Good enough? Okay. So, rapid. So, it rapidly pushes out. Uh, a, a cold gas. And while Debbie's in the cryo sauna, I'm going to move on. We're going to come back again. It takes two and a half minutes. Are you going to keep your hands up like that? Yes. Okay. Everyone ready? Yep. Like, I see the gas coming out. Is it it's chilly in there, I bet? It gets really cold. It's cold like if you went out in the snow naked. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Let's cover her up. Put it off there. How about that? Going out in the snow naked. Actually, there's no place on the planet here, on planet Earth, either, even uh, Alaska, Antarctica, that um, that provides cool temperatures to minus 250 degrees Fahrenheit. So this is extremely, extremely cold, non-painful, just extremely chattering teeth, cold. Um, most people will easily uh, and tolerably stay in the chamber for. Um, you know, as you heard, two, two and a half minutes or the full three minutes. Now, what's happening there is you step in, it's almost like a stand-up tanning bed. Uh, what Dr. Oz was doing was raising up the patient so the client, their head is above the unit. So you're not, you're not in a cylinder or an enclosure. Your head is above, your hands are above. You can see out in the, in the room environment. So it's actually not a claustrophobic feel whatsoever. Uh, you know, very comfortable that way. And that way you're not breathing in the cold air. So you're, you're, your head is above. A really, really neat concept. So I think you guys are going to love that. Feel free to come by our North Naples office. We're going to have a, a, a special offer for our listeners and, and for trial sessions. We'll cover that to allow you to check out whole body cryotherapy by cool cryotherapy here at Rejuvenations Total Health Centers. So that's great and really exciting stuff. So 10 mistakes you're probably making after your workout. Delayed onset muscle soreness or the muscle soreness you probably experienced one or two days after exercising is actually caused by inflammation stemming from microscopic tears in your muscle fibers, or more specifically, micro tears between your muscles and the surrounding tissue. These damaged muscles release biochemical irritants that trigger mild inflammation, which awakens your pain receptors. If you ignore the delayed onset muscle soreness, it will eventually go away on its own, but it can be uncomfortable and prompt you to be less active than you'd like to be. Fortunately, there are effective ways to deal with delayed onset muscle soreness, both in helping to prevent it in the first place, how about whole body cryotherapy, <laughs> and helping you relieve it once it occurs. Uh, to start out with, if you're not making, uh, uh, making sure you're not making these common mistakes, uh, that could cause you to increase, you know, some increase in pain. Now, this first one, ironically, uh, we're going to talk about ice therapy. Ice is, ice is often recommended for treating acute injuries, uh, but this does not apply to delayed onset muscle soreness. Ice works for injuries because it narrows your blood vessel, which helps prevent blood from accumulating at the site of injury, which will add to the inflammatory or swelling uh, process. In fact, after analyzing 17 trials involving over 360 people who either rested or immersed themselves in cold water, what we call an ice bath, uh, after resistant training, cycling, running, research found that cold water baths were much more effective in relieving sore muscles one to four days after exercise. Most studies on cold water immersion 
report no or minimal side effects. So if you're willing to spend 20 minutes or so in a cold tub of water, you may find this to be helpful in relief. Now, listen, a whole body cryotherapy is a whole different ballgame. We're bringing your body temperature down by 40 to 50 degrees so rapidly in under a minute uh, using minus 250-degree temperatures. Uh, you can't even compare it to a Hubbard tank or an ice bath. So what they're saying here is actually completely incorrect. Whole body cryotherapy does help to prevent uh, delayed onset muscle soreness. In fact, that's one of the greatest greatest attributes of this concept for you really intense athletes is so that these athletes, these high-level athletes, can actually perform not only once but twice and sometimes three times in the same day. And the only way they can accomplish this is by this type of therapy. In fact, this is one of the miraculous components of whole-body cryotherapy. So, yes, they're correct. General ice packs and maybe even ice emergence may not really prevent some of that delayed muscle soreness because it doesn't have as much of a profound oxygen transfer effect. That is why whole body cryotherapy, by the way, in three minutes, not 20 minutes of torture. Again, the example I use, you know, ice baths, are, I've done them. I'm a hockey player. They're not fun. Um, if you were to stick your hand in an open oven and not touch anything inside and it was 500 degrees, you would be able to hold your hand in that oven for a period of time until it became uncomfortable. You would not be burned. If you put your same hand in boiling water, it would be burned instantly. Uh, that's the difference between dry or dehumidified air and water or something touching the skin. So when you're doing dry whole body cryotherapy using nitrogen mist uh, and might nitrogen cold air, uh, it's not the same as immersing in a cold body of water that actually causes hypothermic effects decreasing your internal body temperature. So this just affects the exterior, not the core. So anyway, we're going to move on. So icing, actually whole body cryotherapy, wonderful way to, to do this. And icing is, in fact, a, a good idea to do. Uh, popping pills like candy. Uh, popping painkillers like ibuprofen work by blocking inflammation. However, ibuprofen and other what is known as non steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs delay healing. How many of you know that? This is something I've known for a while. Delays healing of acute ligament, muscle, and tendinous areas. Many athletes taking NSAIDs or, or non-steroidal anti-inflammatories uh, routinely before workout or events because they believe that it lessens the pain. Uh, the research shows there is no difference in the level the pain levels during or after physical activity among those who had taken ibuprofen and those who had not. And it's simply, so this is people who are taking it prophylactically. And simply a matter of uh, not helping either. NSAIDs have a potential harm, including adverse gastrointestinal, you can have stomach bleeding, cardiovascular effects, inhibiting collagen or skin uh, production, uh, affecting healing, reducing tissue adaptation. So what happens when people do these preventative so-called pop pill popping? You do set yourself up, ironically, for really serious injuries because what the uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs do is they actually inhibit appropriate healing. Now, a lot of people aren't aware of this, even a lot of orthopedic surgeons, uh, a lot of medical people, and, that, and, and then maybe there are a lot that are, so I'm not about bashing uh, different uh, professions whatsoever, but the fact is if you're not aware, you're not aware. Uh, if you haven't read the research. So some of these drugs actually slow down or inhibit the, the appropriate and full healing process, thus leading to further problems and further tendon ruptures. Some of you have heard the term foam rolling. So foam rollers are used by physical therapists and athletic trainers all the time. They basically designed to mimic what massage therapists do as, as a term called myofascial release, which are typically help to reduce tension and tightness in the muscle uh, where it's immobile and painful. Uh, its benefits are often compared to getting a massage because uh, as you roll, the fibrous tissue is broken down and its circulation is boosted, helping to relieve tension and pain. Using a foam roller has been shown to help reduce muscle soreness when used for a 20-minute uh, session following a strenuous workout. While foam rolling can be done uh, both before and after workout, pre-workout sessions should focus only on the problem area, whereas po post-workout sessions uh, can focus on all of the muscle groups worked out for that day. So foam rolling is really great. Physical therapists use that all the time for trigger points. Uh, you can get them at your local fitness stores and your sporting goods stores. Definitely uh, see a lot of people doing foam rolling now. Uh, compression uh, aids in healing. Compression helps healing by minimizing swelling, fluid buildup that can delay healing. Uh, pneumatic are these inflatable devices. They're sleeves that can be worn on your arms and legs. Um, that involve also a pulsating pressure, helps to clear and increase blood circulation. Again, whole body cryotherapy does the same thing. Helps to reduce swelling and delayed onset muscle soreness. 
these procedures, yes, they can be more costly in the range of, um, you know, at a minimum of $50 all the way up to $1,500. But that would be if you need really a full gamut of treatments uh, in a in a professional setting in a physical therapist's office. Uh, warm-up mistakes. It's important to warm up before an intense exercise, and it's best to do so gradually. Those who warmed up by walking on an inclined treadmill for 10 minutes prior to workout had less delayed onset muscle soreness. However, cooling down after did not seem to have an effect. So warm-up should include low-level cardiovascular activities such as power walking, jumping jacks, jumping rope, uh, kicking, squatting, or full-body calisthenic type of exercise, static stretching, um, the kind where you hold your stretches for a full 60 seconds or more is not recommended. Prolonged static stretching actually decreases the blood flow within the tissue, creating localized ischemia or blood restriction and lactic acid buildup. This can potentially cause irritation of local muscles and tendinous and lymphatic tissue. Uh, dynamic stretching, however, in an active form, such as which occurs when you're performing lunges, squats, or arm circular movements, this type of stretching can be integrated into your warm-up it helps improve power, speed, agility, endurance, flexibility, and strength. Uh, the favorite types of stretching are active, isolated stretching, uh, in which you hold the stretch for just two seconds. Active, isolated stretching works, for, uh, works with the body's natural physiological makeup to improve circulation and increase elasticity. So that's like kind of when people were bounce stretching. Uh, you don't want to bounce stretch, but you, you, you don't necessarily need to hold isolated stretches for especially 60 seconds. Not many people will do that because it's painful, uh, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. But it also makes great sense with respect to my comment about cardiovascular training. It absolutely makes terrific sense. Five to ten minutes of low-intensity uh, warm-up to get your muscles and joints lubricated and to increase blood perfusion. Just like a hot shower, I have people who step in the sauna for five minutes before they step into the gym. For obvious reasons, that's very powerful because if you think of muscle tissue and elasticity or pliability like kind of a Play-Doh, uh, if you were to put Play-Doh in the refrigerator, it would become very stiff and hard. In a, in a warm air environment, it's very pliable and stretchy. Well, that, your muscles are no different. Okay, how about not drinking enough water? This is the key element we talked about earlier. Dehydration can contribute to post-workout fatigue. It is important to drink plenty of water when you're exercising. While some experts recommend drinking about 20 ounces of water four hours before exercising and, uh, and another 8 to 12 ounces 10 minutes uh, before exercising, uh, uh, according to scientists, um, this really helps also in lubrication, too, and knowing that your muscles need these water for filling muscle and hydration. So you really gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta really be conscious about drinking plenty of water out there, um, and replenishing your water supply after your workouts. So as it says in this article here, the color of your urine, which is helped to determine whether or not you're drinking enough water. How about that? Urine should be a very light-colored yellow. If it is deep or dark yellow or stinky, then you're not likely drinking enough water. If your urine is scant and you haven't urinated for many hours, too, it's an indication that you're not drinking enough water. Of course. So this is common sense stuff. We already covered that. Uh, protein to fuel your muscles. Let's get into this topic. Your your post-workout meal can, can also support or inhibit the health benefits. Previous research has shown that eating fewer carbohydrates after exercise uh, more effectively enhances your insulin sensitivity compared to calorie restriction. For instance, consuming protein immediately prior to sleep after strength training late at night effectively stimulates muscle protein synthesis, improving whole body protein balance during overnight recovery. Generally speaking, after exercise, your body is nitrogen poor, we mentioned that, and your muscles have been broken down. Providing your body with correct nutrients after your workout is therefore crucial and critical to stopping the catabolic or the breakdown of your muscle tissue itself and shifting the recycling process toward growth and repair. If you fail to feed your muscles at the right time after exercising, the catabolic process will go too far and you can potentially damage your muscles Amino acids from a high-quality animal protein along with carbohydrates from vegetable sources, not grains, are an essential for this process. Good sources include whey protein, uh, minimally processed and derived from organic, grass-fed, non-hormonal treated cows, uh, human-raised, as I said, free-range chickens, organic eggs from pasteurized hens, and grass-fed beef. Uh, really powerful stuff, and ironically, I didn't even have have this in my mind that we covered this a little bit already when I was speaking to you. Beneficial sources of carbohydrates or carbs, uh, virtually any vegetable. Limiting carrot and beets because they have a little higher glycemic index or sugar spiking ability. Dark green leafy vegetables such as spinach, kale, collard greens, Swiss chard, 
are all good sources. Low, fr low fructose fruits like lemons, limes, passion fruits, apricots, plums, cantaloupe, one of my favorites, raspberries. Avoid high fructose. Uh, you know, when it comes to apples, you can do a quarter slice of apple. Watermelon, I disagree. Watermelon has so much water content. Uh, I have no problem with people using watermelon. Uh, it's important to combine quality high protein with your vegetables and your carbs with every meal. And that's a key thing, too, because if you combine your protein and your carbs, it also, that protein and fat that's within the protein in the meats will help to limit some of the spiking of your blood sugar, which is the key to eliminating abdominal obesity, by the way. Um, uh, so having your carbs and protein with every meal, no matter whether it's a resistant training day or interval cardio day or a non-workout day. However, after strength training, as opposed to cardiovascular training, your body tends to, to need more rapid absorption of nutrients uh, in a higher glycemic realm. And that's why I mentioned Captain Crunch, which I probably shouldn't, but I already did. So I do <laughs> I do many times use about a half a cup of Captain Crunch because it does restore your glycogen levels kind of effectively. Um, or sometimes your vegetables just doesn't quite do it. Uh, not refueling fast enough. Whey protein is considered the gold standard of protein by many and is one of the best types of foods you can consume before and after exercise. One of the reasons whey protein works so well is that it assimilates very quickly so the protein gets into your muscles within 10 to 15 minutes of swallowing it, supplying them with the right food at the right time. Another study published in the, in the Journal of Medicine and Science and Sports Medicine of Exercise showed that amino acids found in high-quality whey protein also activate cellular metabolism, including metabolism caused the, the MTORC1, which in turn promotes protein synthesis, uh, boosts your thyroid, and also protects against decline in testosterone. Um, number nine, as we wrap up here, how about um, sitting on your couch? Ah, so do you rest on the couch after you feel sore when the DOMS hit, delayed onset muscle soreness hits? You might be better off going to a brisk walk instead. A study published in a journal of strength and conditioning research found exercise to be as effective as massage in alleviating post-workout aches and pains. Not to mention, uh, most Americans sit too far, or too many hours too long, which increases your risk of chronic and cardiovascular disease as well as cancer and premature death. Uh, research has shown that maintaining regular fitness regimes counteracts and or cannot counteract the cumulative uh, ill effects of sitting eight to 12 hours a day in between uh, w without bouts of exercise. This is very strong evidence to seriously consider eliminating too much sitting. You can install a standing workstation. That's becoming very popular, these standing workstations. I actually love the stand. I'm sitting right now. I might even consider a standing workstation even when I do the show. Um, I suggest aiming for seven to 10,000 steps. 10,000 is the minimum. You really guys, and they have all these fit trackers now, pedometers, you can easily do that. Your phones do it, there's apps. Too many cocktails, we're going to wrap up. This is the, gosh, do I hear this every day, my listeners. Uh, you know, can I still have my drinks? And they're trying to lose 50 pounds. Heavy drinking may impair your muscle repair and recovery. So this is not even weight. This is repair and recovery. So you might want to think twice before working out on an intent, uh, working out intensely and then heading to an alcohol-infused night on the town. Heavy drinking. Uh, which is actually considered six drinks in three hours, was found to decrease muscle protein synthesis by 37%. That's huge. Research noted that acute alcohol consumption at the level often consumed by athletes may negatively alter normal immunofunction. So, you know, all these things have your detrimental effects. If you choose to drink alcohol after exercise, be sure to keep it to a minimum amount. Um, let's leave it at that. Um, so there you go. Let's just review because that was a lot of information as we wrap up this hour already. And then yours truly has to go take care of some, some patients and clients. Um, we talked about ice. Again, look at the whole body cryotherapy. Very affordable. Uh, something you can do on a monthly maintenance and wellness package in a program or facility like Rejuvenations. Uh, call Connie here at 239-331-5886. Again, that's 239-331-5886. Come in for your five-minute consultation, no obligation, completely free of charge. You'll sit with me. I'll go over the details, and we can really discuss this um, this amazing technology. It's just incredible. I can't wait to uh, you know see all the professional athletes coming down, the semi-pro athletes that we're going to be working with here at our, our uh, North Naples Clinic. By the way, we're located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, 1575 Pine Ridge Road, Suite 6 and 7. We're partners with the Eurospa of Naples, by the way, here in sunny Naples, Florida. Very easy. We're right in the same plaza where Noodles uh, Italian Bistro and Sushi Bar is in. 
Um, so we talked about ice. We talked about popping pills and how non-steroidal anti-inflammatories actually can cause tendon ruptures and, and decreased healing. Uh, not using foam rolling for your lateral thighs or the outer thighs or general reduction in hamstring tension, uh, even the front of the thighs, really great techniques. Don't skip that. Um, you know, compression as a healing aid, you know, there is expensive compression devices um, that actually pump air and cold air uh, into the extremities. Uh, very worth looking into if you're having some significant problems. Otherwise, I don't see that as a big issue. Uh, warming up obviously makes sense prior to your workout. It's been well known that stretching while you're cold actually tears fibers and does more damage. So increasing blood circulation, stepping into a hot sauna, not our cryo spa for warm-up, but a hot sauna is a great idea. Increasing your water to one-half to one gallon a day, making sure your urine is clear. Uh, fueling your body with a great whey protein. Look for uh, grass-fed beef, organic, uh, free-range um, chicken, and, and um, you know, when you're looking for your eggs and your beef. Uh, the other one was uh, you're making sure that you're, where are we at here? You're not sitting on the couch too much, and you're not drinking too many cocktails. Anyway, we're going to close on that. So anyway, I had quite a few things I wanted to get to. That was quite a lengthy thing. I hope you enjoyed that. That was really some great information, really, really great information about uh, relative to post-exercise soreness, but even so much more beyond that, about the ideas of warming up for five at the maximum 10 minutes at a low intensity so you don't burn that glycogen. You guys learned a word today, glycogen, which is stored in the liver predominantly. Uh, that is needed uh, for your fuel when you're doing strenuous physical exercise with weight training. So you want to do your cardiovascular training. Afterwards, you want to refuel uh, with Captain Crunch. We'll leave that for today, and we'll call quits on the Captain Crunch. But half a cup of Captain Crunch will get your glycemic index back up quickly. Uh, combine that your protein with your, your complex carbohydrates with your vegetable sources. Keep your, your uh, fruits and vegetables to a minimum. Uh, or not your, excuse me, your fruits, excuse me, your fruits because of the high sugar content. Uh, watermelon, in my opinion, is okay. I do love sweet potatoes, by the way. They've mentioned that as a, as a nice uh, complex carbohydrate. You want to look at that. It doesn't spike your blood sugar as much. And so, you know, consider these things. And do watch out for medications, over-the-counter medications. Just because you can buy it without a doctor's prescription doesn't mean it's safe. So you want to be very, very careful there. And, and the research does clearly show that ibuprofen or non-steroidals can actually cause slower healing time, disrupt the quality of healing, and actually cause tendon ruptures in the future because of that scenario. We want to implement a great probiotic, a good digestive enzyme, as well as betaine. Of course, you can pick those up right here. Very, very inexpensive. We didn't get to the amino acid arginine, but we're going to talk about the powerful effect of that next week in promoting increased nitrous oxide production, cardiovascular, uh, amazing, actually reversing cardiovascular disease, uh, improving uh, erectile dysfunction in men, uh, sexual performance in both sexes. It's just it's unbelievable, actually. Something I take every day in my, in my drink when I train. Many people do that. Uh, so consider that as well. Come on by. Uh, starting October, we're going to be doing whole body cool cryotherapy. We'll be the first in Collier County, the first in southwest Florida, south of Orlando, to offer this amazing technique on the West Coast. Uh, so we're really excited. As we've told you, my father and I have told you time and time again, we're going to continue to bring the best technology that is non-invasive, that is safe, effective, without any downtime or inconvenience, three-minute treatment sessions, whole body vibration is included in that to warm up. We'll talk about that a little bit more. We stand on a vibration plate to increase that circulation. So you do the whole body cryotherapy. We cool your body down. You come out of that chamber after three minutes. You step on a whole body vibration platform. You quickly recirculate that blood and oxygen and really rapidly promote healing. It's so exciting. Check my father's show out uh, Tuesday nights at 7.30 at Rejuvenation Health Radio on Blog Talk Radio. You will love it. He is a wealth of knowledge. Anybody that misses that, uh, I even have to go back and listen to his recordings because there's so much to be learned by that man. It's unbelievable. So make sure you don't miss out on Dr. Repesey Sr., 7.30 Tuesday evening. So I have many special guests, um, and we will bring, bring uh, some, some guests back on this show once I start contacting a few people that have already uh, promised to come on that I just haven't followed up on. I do want to get Dr. Kurt Biggs, who's a big fan of whole body cryotherapy, supporting this idea, and Dr. Gillian on thyroid, and actually Jeff Delaney, who's amazing when it comes to bodybuilding and his knowledge in weight loss and uh, uh, the whole whole fueling metabolic system of the muscles. 
With that being said, we're wrapping up our hour. Uh, again, like us on Facebook. Please go to Google Plus, Lipo, Light, L-I-P-O, L-I-G-H-T, Naples, Lipo, L-I-P-O, L-I-G-H-T, Naples. Uh, support us, write a review. You Google best Naples chiropractor would be wonderful. You know, Google Plus us. That helps us tremendously, tremendously. And then we'll have our cryotherapy link at the cryotherapy, which is going to be cryonaples.com. We have a lot going on, but just please get on there. Lipo, L-I-P-O, Light, L-I-G-H-T, Naples. Uh, put that in Google search bar. You'll see on the left-hand side, write a review. Just put a positive comment that you're liking us. Have a blessed weekend. We'll catch you in a week. This is Dr. Ron Repesey. We're going to be signing off. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on Lock talkradio.com See you next week Ciao